This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, good morning, everyone. It's good to see you. Good to be seen by you. <laughs> um, I want to re- re- reiterate what Pastor Sandy uh, said. It's good to see you uh, in the house today. Welcome. You're among family and friends, and uh, uh, you know God's a friendly God. He's not mad at you, so you'll be okay. You know, you're going to survive. Things are going to work out just uh, just fine. But uh, I don't believe it's by accident that uh, we're all here together uh, today. It's by choice, and it certainly is God's choice to be in our midst. And we want to go ahead and just get up in the Word of God uh, today. Um, that's my part. Thank God for all the people that do all the things that they do. Uh, the Bible says there are no unimportant or unused parts where God's family is uh, concerned. It takes everybody uh, to make uh, God's kingdom advance and to move forward, and that's what it's all about. You know, everybody ought to have the opportunity, at least. Uh, to exercise their option, yay or nay, where God is concerned. That's the reason why we all do what we do. Uh, All of the what of your life and my life is about the who. And the who is not just God and you, but it's also about literally at this point in time, the world is such a a, a great expanse and so many people groups and all that. But through the, uh, you know, the technology and all the things that have been granted, uh, by God, uh, we're, you know, uh, we literally, there are people that, that um, you know, tune in and watch uh, this and, and that you're affecting through your, uh, your giving and your sacrifice and uh, the life that you live, what you do, all of those things, you know, all around the world. That's pretty outstanding when you think about it. You know, Passion Church is, you know, out here in the pasture, we have donkeys and goats for neighbors, uh, Coyotes howl at night and different things, uh, but uh, uh, you know the the sun literally never sets uh, on what Passion Church is involved with around the world. We're in Pakistan and in India, um, Africa, uh, Asia, all different parts of the world, reaching people uh, through sending and supplying. Uh, and and literally, you know, the internet uh, allows and affords uh, affords us to uh, be in front of um, people that I believe are just like you and me. You know, they they want God, they need God, they find that God uh, is uh, not only desired but required. Uh, in their life, if we're going to have a quality of life, and you know, and that what we're really all after is a quality of life. Now, you know, uh, sometimes in America and other parts of the uh, world, we're consumed with this idea that quantity uh, is where the quality is. But you know, you get a little far up the hill. I'm looking at some folks. I won't look directly at you. <laughs> but I looked in the mirror this morning. They're a little far up the hill. And uh, the view from this position, the perspective is is that, you know, it ain't all that in a bag of chips. It's really the quality uh, of life. Uh, it's not in the hurry up and speed up. Sometimes it's in the slow down and not so fast. Um, sometimes the value... Uh, the true value is not in the car we drive, the house we live in, the brand of clothes we wear, you know, uh, the name on the shotgun, all that kind of stuff. Though I do believe you should have a good one if you're going to have one. Uh, remember, we're blessed in the country, and uh, in the country you need one. But anyway, uh, but it's it, it's really in, you know, the the ability to enjoy God. Enjoy the world that he has given you and 
as Pastor Sandy said, boy, there's so much of it, you know, that cost him plenty, but doesn't cost us a dime to stop and smell the tulips this time of year, uh, you know, uh, and enjoy God, enjoy his creation, enjoy the family, enjoy the friends, enjoy your lot in life. Uh, there's so much that, so much dissatisfaction and discontent that, you know, the Bible says uh, contentment with godliness is great gain. And, you know, you're making progress in the process. You really don't want the process to end, you know. Now, you'll be in heaven if, you're, if you've asked Jesus into your heart and you trust him. You know, but life is good right here and right now. Oh, now, Pastor, I don't know about that. No, trust me. You know, a live dog is better than a dead lion. Life is good. Live it. Amen. And keep learning and keep and keep listen, enjoying making progress in the process, because that's the definition of success. I'm going to stay in the process of this thing called life, learning and loving God and trying to share him with other folks. And if we make some progress, that's some is better than none. You know, how God do things is little by little, step by step, one by one, day by day, God gets things done. Maybe I should talk to all of you that think you're still going to talk God into hurrying up. How's that working out for us? (laughs) You know, I caught myself uh, one time, you know, uh, we planted some ryegrass back in... uh, for our cows back in <clears throat> end of October and uh, a few weeks late. Well, you know, we really can't control, so to speak. You know, the growing is from God. And that what he said, we sow and we water, but God makes things grow. And I caught myself a lot of times, you know, telling God to hurry up and make that grass grow. Imagine that. You know, one time it, it, the thought struck me how silly it was. <laughs> To be fretting and worry about grass growing, God God makes it grow, you know. Anyhow, uh, I'll have to be happy about that all by myself because some of you are still pressing real hard. But it's all right. It's all right. We, we're going to have a little peace in the house today. You know, uh, Hebrews, the 12th uh, chapter, 25 through 29. I'm going to be reading out of the message Bible. The title of this message today is All Shook Up. It's appropriate. Have you ever found yourself all shook up? About various and sundry things. But honestly, you know, the year to date, here we are uh, in March of 2021. From March of 2020 to March of 2021, the world that we live in is all shook up. You know, nations and relations, financials, economics, uh, social structures, there are ways of life, culture, all of these different things. I, we can honestly say that in, in one year's time, the cycle of one year from March to March, that everything, everywhere, and everyone are changed and, and are rearranged to where it was before the old order, the old system, the old structure. Of things, and you know all that could be, and would be, and perhaps should be moved, have been, and are now, uh, and really the mo- life is movement, and and from God's perspective, and uh, we can take the position uh, that it can be our perspective as well, that you know uh, moved closer to God. Perhaps towards the more towards the center line of the will and the way of God, or moved further from God, um, and towards the what I like to call the fringes and the ditches, and you know, uh, many fall by the wayside. But the Bible says that we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, and that would be the rule and the reign of the King of that kingdom. And you know this, listen, uh, Pastor Sandy started today and said, you know, uh, the, one of the greatest things is, uh, is falling in love with Jesus. But 
realizing how much God loves us. The Bible over and over again, uh, especially uh, in the message and in the Passion Translation, talked about loyal love, the loyal love of God, the, the, the committed, everlasting and enduring loyal love of God that brings then when God says, I'll never leave you or I'll never forsake you. What's it saying? I'll never give up on you. I'll always be there for you. I'll always be there with you. God with us, God for us, for a God who loves us, but with this loyal love. Now, isn't that, you know, uh, you remember, you know, back when you were in school and all that, every girl looked good to you. They all looked good, amen. There were no ugly girls. They are all pretty. They're all good, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, um, and it was about quantity, so to speak. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know, teenage teenagers on Jackass Hill think they know everything. We won't try to change that. But the other side of that, you know, what we're really looking for, the Bible says what what people are really desiring and requiring in life is unfailing love. Well, that would be the loyal love of God. And boy, when you find that, you know, you know, when you find that uh, with God, but also, you know, with another person, with a partner in, in, in life, uh, with friendships, uh, with partner, uh, with partnerships, with people and family, things like that, uh, that adds to us, that doesn't take away from us. Amen. Now, don't go down the road of regret. Dear gosh in heaven, that rearview mirror is too small to be looking through when the windshield out here is that I believe you're be- uh, I believe that there are, are uh, uh, greater things, greater people, greater experiences, greater things ahead from the greater uh, one than are behind. Are you listening? Amen. You may not be happy about what's in the past. Well, that's all right. Give that up and let's be happy about what we're coming into and who we're going to meet and, and all of that. And compared with the one that let you down, done you wrong, you know, I've been cheated, been mistreated. When will I be loyally loved? <laughs> well, we can start today. Amen. And there's, there's, there's a lot greater in your future. Your future is greater than your present or your past. Could you agree with that? Well, we're glad you're happy for a moment. Stay there. Hold that thought for just a second. Um, I just want to share this with you from the Word. Let's let the Word speak for uh, itself. Verse 25, this is a message Bible. It says, so don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. If those who ignored earthly warnings didn't get away with it, what will happen to us if we turn our backs on heavenly warnings? His voice that that time shook the earth to its foundations. Talking about the mountain and the encounter uh, of Mount Sinai, the mountain of God and the people of God with Moses. He's told us this quite plainly. He'll also, he'll also rock the heavens. One last shaking from top to bottom, stem to stern. The phrase one last shaking means a thorough house cleaning, getting rid of all the historical and religious junk so that the unshakable essentials stand clear and uncluttered. Don't you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God. For God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn. And he won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is a fire. So we have, we see that we have a kingdom uh, that is unshakable. And we realize this also, that not everything, not everything is from God. You know, the Bible talks about this, uh, uh, that we need to be clear and uncluttered in our understanding that there is the kingdom of God. But then the Bible also teaches us that there are the kingdoms of this world. And so, as Pastor Peter put it, let's turn over to First Peter, because, you know, I'm a pastor. And, uh, um, you know, I've accepted that responsibility. It's a joy. Uh, it's how God made me. 
It's a responsibility that he's given me. It's taken a long time to understand, um, you know, that and still discovering that. You know, God tells uh, uh, the reason, uh, you know, one of the best uh, descriptions of that, I am a pastor. But I think I'm sometimes at my best in the pasture. That would be, that would be certainly with, with uh you who are the sheep of his pasture, but also literally, you know, Pastor Sandy a lot of times says you need to, you you should be in the office. It's like, and God made you to be in the office now. You know, you don't put a bull in a china shop. You don't put a pastor who belongs in a pasture in the office. You know, I'm going to wreck something. It, it just ain't going to be good. You know, cause, because then, you know, you, if you get outside your grace, you're left to your own ideas, your own imaginings, your own, you know, you get to tinkering stuff that shouldn't be messed with. How many of you know that God's got a good plan and it's gooder than yours? But, your, but yours and his, sometimes our fantasy comes up against his reality and it should be we choose his reality for our life, you know. And I'll tell you what, you just be at peace with that. Just be the best you that God made you to be. But let him tell you who you am. Like that first song, I am who God says I am. That's a lifelong discovery. That isn't something that, you know... Uh, is all written out, you know. I mean, the day they delivered me, they didn't. There was no big plan that said, you're going to marry Sandy. You're going to do this and do that and do the other. No, it's a lifelong process of growth. Increase where God is concerned. He calls it growth. And, you know, growth points in our life are uncomfortable. They're transition places. Where you, you go from, you know, being the big bass in the little pond to the men are in the... In the bigger place. I mean, if you find your place in the grace of God, perhaps, you know, uh, the feelings of inadequacy, the self-doubts, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the bewilderment even sometimes, you know, the overwhelmingness uh, of things. Where God calls you overcoming, you're thinking, I don't think I got the stuff. God says, don't worry, trust me. I took you from where you were comfortable and I put you now where you're uncomfortable, but you couldn't grow anymore there. You have to, you had to have a little more space because see, grace always is for a bigger place and for a, and get, and we're given a greater space. So you don't have to figure it all out today or tomorrow, but keep at it. Just stay steady, slow and steady. Amen. Plodding along, yoked together with God. And boy, he'll, he'll, he'll just, you know, uh, show you who you are, what you're to do. And, you know, if you're successful with today, that's enough. That's the one you got. How many of you brought yesterday with, with you? Don't answer that yourself. And Gone. <laughs> How many of you got big plans for tomorrow, but you're not there yet? Can't tinker with it yet. Try to, you'll mess it up. Better build in some, uh, some for the accidental and incidental and, and the unintended and the unplanned for, and you'll be happier. Stay a little flexible. You know, when you lose your peace is when you can't bend any. We're, we're, you know, well, I just can't wrap my head around this. Well, don't, you know, wrap your heart around God. Just do the day with him. Be successful with today. And Jesus said it that way. He goes, listen, there's enough trouble for today. Focus and enjoy. Focus on enjoying God. Because God will be with you. You know. He is with us. But he wants to, he loves the invite, you know. My little dog uh, loves the house that she's got where she has to have a trip every day. She loves to go to the farm. She ain't but two inches off the ground, so she makes a mess and all that kind of stuff when the grass is wet. But boy, I'll tell you what, say, Coke, you want to go for a bye-bye? Man, she's up and jumping and running. Amen. You know, God likes to be invited. God, you want to go for a ride? You want to go turkey hunting? You want to go trap bait? Anyway, anyway, uh, feed cows. and want to go take this phone call with me? You want to do life with me, God? God says, yeah, I've been waiting for you to ask me. I'll ride along. And sometimes, you know, he don't say a whole lot. He just enjoys us. And we get all worked up. And sometimes God don't say nothing. He's just enjoying us. 
Sometimes we don't need to say nothing. We just need to. I used to think prayer was all about me talking. I still talk a lot, but, you know, we're working on that too. Trying to do twice as much. Listening, because there's two of these and one of these. I'll loosen up a little bit. You're making this much more difficult than it should be. You'll get out of here quicker, and then you'll really be happy. All right. Um, Pastor Peter. You know, I'm a pastor. And my main job is to feed, is to be fed from my pastor, you know, and and uh, the great shepherd of the sheep, knowledge and understanding. You know, we, we really pray that, that uh, there's so much information, but what we really need is the information that brings us revelation. Because that's what's going to result in a transformation uh, in our life. It helps us to transition, and hopefully transitions uh, result in a transformation. We are changed. When things change, we grow. We're changed. We overcome. You know, all of the rewards in Revelation are for those that overcome whatever comes. It's given to the overcomers. And life is about overcoming, isn't it? It's about whatever, whatever throws down, whatever comes, we overcome that. We stay in the process. We stay with God. The God who's with us and the God who's for us and the God who loves us. With loyal love. So, um, I, th- I, I like to understand. I can't understand everything, but, and I don't need to know everything, but I do need to know something about uh, life needs to make sense. You know, what's going on? Where, where are things? You know, where am I uh, in the process uh, here with uh, God? So, um, Peter uh, really outlines this well. And I want to reiterate this. Realize not everything is from God. In 2020, not everything was from God. But there was a shaking. There was a shaking. Amen. There's always going to be a, a, you know, a shakedown and a breakdown of uh, that and those uh, that where there's fault lines. There's, there's a weakness by uh, low spots. Because the devil takes advantage of us in the low places, the low spots, the weak points, the fault lines uh, in our life. It's those that need to be built up and strengthened. It's not the, the, where you got it all together. It's where, you know, <clears throat> maybe the fence is down on the backside of the 40. A limb or, or tree fell across it or a bear busted through it or something. You know what I'm saying. You know, <clears throat> it's good to walk the fence line of your life every once in a while. Uh, check the fence line, make, make sure there's not trouble out there. Are you listening? It's a little late after the uh, fox got the chicken that laid your eggs. Are you listening? If you, if you walked the, if you, if you walk the perimeters before that, you'd find out rascals digging underneath there. We can go ahead and take care of that before we get to more trouble. Because I like eggs in the morning. Amen. And dear old Bessie Hen, someday she's going to get in the pot and we'll have chicken dumplings too. So nothing will be wasted. For you city folks, listen, we're blessed in the city and in the country. Don't look at me like that. You just didn't know where chicken, where chicken come from. It, it just didn't show up at Walmart wrapped in cellophane. Now, that was a... Anyhow, let's move along before we get over into places that I'll get phone calls and stuff. First uh, Peter 5 and 8. It says uh, this. It says, keep a cool head, stay alert, the devil is poised to pounce, and you and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on the faith. 
The suffering won't last long, won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. Keep a cool head, uh, keep your guard up, keep a firm grip on the faith, for after the shaking, after the suffering, there is a settling. After the shaking, after the suffering, and the suffering for the Christian is, is what? You know, we don't miss everything that happens in the world. See? Um, but part of the, uh, the, um, the suffering also is that we're, going, we're cutting across the grain. We're kind of swimming, you know, upstream. We're going in a different direction. And it cuts across culture. That's just part of it. But the Lord says, what well, after, you know, you, one translation says, after the little brief suffering, you know. Uh, this life is very brief if you suffered all the way through. That's the truth now, you know. But storms come, storms go. They blow through and blow over. They don't last, do they? Isn't that right? But the house that's founded on the rock, trust in the Lord. Don't let the devil get your faith in God. Now, we can doubt in our head, but still believe in our heart. We can have trouble understanding sometimes or knowing, you know, what in the world is going on when life seems like it's upside down and sideways and things are blown around and the shaking, you know, and a lot of the parts and pieces, you know, sometimes we're like little kids, you know, uh, we fill our pockets. I'm like that today. You know, got keys to this, a pocket knife, and, you know, old nails, parts of wire, you know, all that kind of stuff uh, uh, that you're uh, using and different things while you're out there working. And I've, I've found that, you know, that tends to weigh you down. Sometimes you just need to empty your pockets. And sometimes God just says, let's just, you know, <laughs> let's just give you a good shake down to shake it out, see what comes out, because you don't need all that stuff now. There's some stuff you find out, boy, that was just weighing me down. I didn't really need that. Till it becomes clear and uncluttered what the bare essentials are, you know. And I'll tell you what, now I found out the bare essentials in life now are this. I'm going to get up, do the day, and, and do it with God and enjoy God. And I'm going to have peace. Boy, peace is so important. Isn't that right? How many of you know, I mean... uh uh, God's given you so much, but, you know, I remember one time, uh, you know, it was just I needed one more gun, I needed one more guitar, I needed one more person in the church, I needed one more truck, I needed Sandy to do one more thing for me, <laughs> buy me something else, are you listening? And didn't even enjoy or be content and be happy with what you have, isn't that right? I got guns, never shot a turkey yet. I got a pond I ain't never fished in. That's bad. I paid a lot of money for that pond. That's why me and the beavers ain't getting along. They ain't even pay rent. Moving right along here. You get the point. You know, get down to the bare, the basic essentials is enjoy loving God, being loved by God, loving God, enjoying the people of your life, enjoying the the uh, the part and parcel and all the all the pieces and parts of your life coming together into a wholeness of life where all those things are being worked together by God with you working with God and they and they're working together for good it it matters it has a purpose it all of the what is delineated down into the the who it makes sense that when I get to heaven I'm going to have some treasure up there Amen. I'm going to have some one to show for my life. Amen? That's very satisfying and fulfilling. Um, let's see here in this scripture that, that it's described in detail in the Holy Scriptures. In the Amplified Bible, it says this, The God of all grace will himself complete and make you what you ought to be. You know, your husband can't fix you. Your wife can't make you everything you ought to be. 
you, you should stop trying sometimes. You, you know. Let me go over here. You should stop trying sometimes. Well, I'm getting some not. I'm going to move over this way. You should stop trying sometimes. But God can make you what you ought to be. And such a freedom that comes when you know the truth of that is that you are becoming. You're in that process of becoming. You know, everything and uh, what, you, what God says you ought to be. You know, which is always going to be a lot better you than you could ever produce. A lot better, you know, uh, me than Miss Sandy could produce. She's been trying all these years. And, you know, God bless her heart. She's a persistent little thing. I mean, why do you think she's so encouraged all the time? She lives with me. She keeps at it. Amen. Doing a pretty good job. She picked out the shirt for me. Amen. You should see my favorite shirt. It's a t-shirt. It's all ripped. Uh, got holes in it and different things like that. But it's comfortable. I really like it. It ain't presentable for public use. But you know, hey, I'm good with it, man. That's my favorite. Sam says, you should have thrown that thing away. Go, Don't throw that one away now. I like that one. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Don't look around uh, here. It says this, that he will establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. What wonderful progression and promises that after the shaking, there comes the settling. And God himself, you know, changes and rearranges us. And we, and we see more clearly what really is essential for us to be happy, to have a quality of life. Uh, to enjoy life together with God, to enjoy, you know, everyone and everything uh, in life that's part of our life. You know, the, it takes the positive and the negative for the power to flow. Isn't that right? And you know who has helped you more? Those that opposed you. Those, those things and people that were against you. They helped you more. Your foes helped you more than your friends because your friends pat you on the back and say, Atta boy, atta girl, you're just perfect. But your foes go, oh, no, wait a minute now. I can tell you. Amen. Amen. That's the truth. You'll get it after a while. It'll be okay. And when it is, listen, it really then becomes okay. You know, you, you, you can be thankful in all of it. And even for all of it, so to speak. Grateful. You know, because like that, uh, what is it, that Toby Keith song, he goes, how do you like me now? And he was thanking the girl that dumped him in high school. Because if she had never dumped him in high school, he wouldn't be where he was. That was all part of him becoming who he was. was one of the, you know, one of the biggest hits he's ever had. Are you listening? It can be that way for you and I. Listen, uh, the one who shook you, and just he didn't, he shook to get rid of, in a thorough house cleaning, the Passion Bible says the world systems uh, that, uh, that we still maybe have, uh, let me put it this way, the ways of the world that don't belong in the kingdom of God. They don't work. I said they don't work. They won't endure. They fall under their own, it falls under its own weight. The love that the world has is so conditional It's always got its hand on the back door. It's always, if you slip up, mess up, I'm gone. All that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, Money uh, comes, money goes. It rises and falls, ebbs and flows. Isn't that true? The Bible says if it increases, don't set your heart on it. Have you, listen, you know, I I got money in my wallet. I ain't any happier than when I didn't have nothing in my wallet. And that's the truth. It don't make me any happier. Well, it it can't buy happiness, but it sure does help, you know. Well, you know, we need money or whatever, but don't set your life on it. Whether you, you know, if you got a lot, you're you're glad. If you don't have much, you're sad or you don't have any. God's famous for making something out of nothing. God doesn't need money to meet your need or your desire. Are you listening? God move all kind of stuff around without any money at all. And God can move money around. Money is as high as the world can get. 
and they want to get all they can get. You know, now you need it. I'm not preaching against money. Believe me. You know, you can give me some. I'll receive it and be happy for it and bless you for it. I'm not against money. Amen. I'm not asking for money. I, I find joy in the power to produce wealth. Isn't that right? I'm not a beggar. I'm going to be a believer where that's concerned. It, it, and it's more blessed to give than to receive. That's the truth. Amen. Uh, but sometimes we buy into all that. And all the historical and religious junk. See? You know, uh, we, we may have a history religiously. We may have a historical religious situation that just doesn't fit in the reality of who God really is. And who you are to Him. And a, and a relationship with Him that's real. You know? Uh, I, yeah, I tell you, I've been in this thing a long time. I've been pastoring a long time. Boy, I'm having to adjust with it, with this God that really rides in the truck with me, that really goes down and, and uh, you know, works on the beaver situation, that really helps where grass and cows are concerned, that really helps me to understand the woman that I live with. I'll tell you, I'm not there yet, but I'm making progress in the process. That's something. There's a lot more peace than there used to be. When we were still, you know, we were trying to do this, but we was going like this. The fingers weren't even open. We were just button, boom, 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 amen. You know, we make progress in the process. And, and honestly, and the great gain is you get to enjoy it. A lot of people don't enjoy their life at all. Hardly any part of it. Running and gunning and just, you know. But that's not the will of God or the way of God. God wants to enjoy our life. And he doesn't want us just to enjoy the positive. He needs us to find a way to enjoy the negative. Well, this is just one more time to be able to prove that God is true. God is good. I told uh, John the other day, we were going, went down to film uh, pastor in the pastor. And, uh, um, you know, uh, I told him, I said, well, here's the thing. If God ain't God and if he can't do it, it's a good time to find out right now. Let's not waste any more time wondering. Amen. You know, I mean, when we get down to it, either God is or he ain't. And, and a good time to find out right now. Why prolong the misery of wondering? Let's just, you know. But, you know, I've found God can always step up to the plate and does. He's never late. He's last minute a lot of time. But he's never late. You can count on it. Uh, and we all carry some historical experiences, either our own or others, and religious things, even into the new measure, the new place, the new measure of grace, the new thing, which is what we're in uh, right now, where all that other stuff is clutter. How do I know it's clutter? Because it's not clear. It's, it's this knowing and understanding God is not clear, then that's clutter. God wants to, God wants to get that, want, wants to get a fresh flow of the living water in there and clear out all that murkiness so you can see clearly, this is who God really is, and then I see who I really am. And you realize, you know, it didn't take all that stuff. You know, I used to think that uh, a lot of it depended uh, on me, and I worked real hard at it. When I realize, you know, boy, I'll tell you what, depending on God is believing that the work that he has done is a complete work. And I'm going to enter into that by faith. Amen. Let me, let me say to Israel, hasn't God always taken good care of you? Look at you now. There you are in spite of yourself. And everything and everyone else, here you are looking to God today. Hasn't God always, you know, we can't, we can't argue with his track record. Well, he don't do nothing halfway, three quarters of the way. He don't drop you off just before the finish line. You trip. He'll take you all the way. What he started, he'll complete. Amen. But now you don't want to complete the process. Remember, you have to leave everybody and everything behind. There's still a lot of living to do here. Well, I think it's near the end of the world. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Near. You know, but today it ain't here, and if it is, you're here. Good, be a good spot to there's good launch pad to be in church on a Sunday if this is the day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Beth, well, we just trust God. 
We'll just trust God. The same God who shook you is the God who will settle you. He says this, the final removal of things that are shaking, that is the old order. It's the final removal and transformation of all that can be shaken in order that what cannot be shaken may remain and continue. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Amen. To be, to be settled by God, in God, in His will and His life for you. And his way for your life. The Passion Bible says the God of all loving grace will personally and powerfully restore you. Make you stronger than ever. Set you firmly in place and build you up. What, what wonderful promises uh, those are. So today as I see it from the word of God. And I, I believe that God still speaks to us out of his word by the Holy Spirit. That after the shaking, and I believe that we're moving into the after the shaking, there's, there's the settling. But remember, it's a, in a kingdom that cannot be shaken with the king, who the Bible goes on to say, and he has all the power needed to do this forever. Amen. God's got all the power that he needs to hold you steady. Amen. Uh, I found the uh, in my life that when God tells me to hold steady, it's usually when I'm under pressure. Amen. And you know when an you know uh, an object in motion tends to stay in motion, but an object that stops tends tends to stay stopped. You know sometimes it's good that God puts a pause and a stop in our life because we're so far in motion, and a lot of times when we're just always in motion, we overshoot the spot that God would plant us and establish us and place us and grace us and give us room to grow. Oh, that's good news, you know God's interested in us. Growing. In what? Oh, up in him, which would, which would mean what? That we really know him. You know. And that, we, and that we're really able to cooperate with him. He's so dedicated to you just being happy. You know, God's greatest accomplishment is you. No, I think it was Jesus. Well, Jesus was all about you. Still is. So God's greatest, the, God's greatest glory is you. For man or mankind, man and woman, is the glory of God. Aren't you glad that the glory of the latter house, all the gray hairs I would say, mm-hmm, I done lived long enough, wasted enough time, learned enough lessons that, you know, uh, second half, Second win, second chance to change it all. Going to do it all better this time. For me, that means I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, I done graduated in some stuff. Amen. I consider life to be... What happens when you get done with higher education within the world structure? You graduate into real life. <laughs> That's the truth. Then you find out what was what, what was useful, what isn't. Amen. It's all right. <clears throat> the Message Bible will finish with this. It won't be long before the all shook up. After the shaking comes the settling. I want to ask you today, have you settled things? Have you settled your life with God? This could be, first of all, you know, the starting place is being born again. And, and how that happens in our life, it's not accidental. It's very intentional. It comes from an understanding that, you know, I need saving. I need rescuing. Not because I've made a mess of this. I'm born into a mess, man. You know, to be born again means to be born out of that. Natural existence of being born in sin to sin. Can't help it. It just is how it is. Separated from God. Dead spiritually. But 
Born again means becoming alive to God. It, it, being, it means being restored and reconciled to God. <clears throat> it means living life with God. And it's a heart exchange. You know, his heart is ever for us. But he asks us for our heart to be towards him. And the moment that it is, the moment that we say, you know what, Lord, I can't change myself, but I, I, I see that I have a desire and I see that it's required uh, that there is some change in my life. The first thing I'm going to do is repent, which means I'm going to change my mind and I'm going to let God change my heart. But I'm going to change my mind towards God. God wants me. He always has. He always will. There's never a time that God thought you were expendable or a throwaway or disposable. Uh-uh. No, not loyal love. Other kind of love, so maybe so, but not this loyal love. Who is God? God is loyal love. To the very end, to the day, the Bible says. To the last minute. Oh, there's going to be so many people uh, in heaven that you were sure were not going to be there. <laughs> But it, it all depends on this relationship with Jesus. This entered in the moment we put our trust in him. You know, Pastor Ron's going to come. There was a story about a fella, that, you know, those uh, uh, tightrope walkers that strung a thing out across Niagara Falls and, and, uh, uh, would, and walk back and forth. And uh, the crowd was there gathered watching and they cheered and all that kind of stuff and he said, do you believe that I, can, that I can walk across that tightrope again, pushing this wheelbarrow? And they said, oh, yeah, we just saw you do it. And he said, all right, who wants to get in the wheelbarrow? And see, faith in God, faith in Jesus, is that Jesus made it through death alive. God raised him from the dead. And we believe Jesus is the Son of God. We believe that he died on the cross. God raised him from uh, the grave. There's an empty tomb. There's a resurrected Savior. But faith in him says, Now, are you willing to get in this wheelbarrow with me and let me push you across the finish line? What I do, not what you do. You have faith to get in and trust in what I've done and what I can do again for you. That's faith in God. I want to ask you, have you trusted, are you trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, a follower who is following and will be found following through all the way with Jesus? I want to invite you today to accept his generous offer of this loving grace, his plans for you, and give your heart and your life to God. For after the shaking, you may be all shook up, everything's turned upside down, nothing makes sense, but I hope that these words today are helpful to you. And the greatest help that we can give you is to help you to know and understand what's God doing? What does God want from me? Well, God wants you. He wants your heart. He wants your life. And he wants you to trust him. And he'll deal it out to you, all the details, one day at a time. Now, he'll draw a string between here and the other side. You know, heaven will be your home. Your eternal destiny together with God forever. But the walk of faith, the, the life of following Jesus is one step at a time, one day at a time, one moment at a time. And there's nothing greater, there's nothing better. There's a lot of ways to do life, but there's no greater way than doing it together with God, the God who is with you, the God who is for you. The God who loves you so, so very much. So let's pray this prayer together if you're ready. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Take control of my life. Now I understand that you're not going to make me a robot. I have a free will. I'll still get to choose to follow you. To give you control. To consult with you and ask you which way is right. Which way is not. But Lord, I trust you right now. I'm going to get in this with you. 
And I thank you that you'll change me. Change me from the inside out. I changed my mind today. I need you. I desire you and require you. Be Lord of my life. And I thank you for giving me a new heart. A second chance. A second wind. An opportunity to change everything. As you change me, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Now listen, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it from your heart, it's not what happens on the out, on the outside. Now you you will publicly acknowledge uh, the Lord, no doubt. Because if Jesus is on the inside, you're going to tell other folks something happened to you because the reality is something happened to you. Uh, you... You, quote, found God or God came to live in you, however you want to describe it, but your life changed from the inside. There's a heart change and there'll be a life change that will, that will simply be, you know, uh, from now on. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. So we're not impressed with, you know, uh, outward appearances. It's the heart that God looks at and he sees you. And if you gave your heart to the Lord, congratulations, that's the best thing. It is the one thing that changes everything in this life. And it's the one thing that this life is all about. So we want to help you with that if we can. In any way, got some materials. They're free. We'd love to send to you. We'd love to uh, be part of your life, part of your experience and your walk, help you uh, in, your, um, in your pursuit of God. Uh, Love to journey with you, invite you to journey uh, with us, whether we can do that here in person or we have to do that, you know, long distance, that's all right. You know, uh, one time uh, when I was uh, pursuing Miss Sandy, she moved to Florida and we still had a long distance love affair. I mean, we've love found a way. And we'll find a way where to make it work where that's concerned. But I want to encourage you, you know, if you're all shook up, welcome uh, to God settling you down and settling you in and getting some getting some peace and some rightness and some joy back in your in your life. It's been a year, hasn't it? Amen. Yeah, I remember last Easter, boy, what a time. But uh we're gonna be here. Uh and those that feel comfortable with coming, we'd love to have you. Uh you know, those that will watch, uh we'll watch. We'd love to have you. Uh, we just love to be a part of uh, a part of your life and a part of your journey with God. So until the next time, listen, we mean this. You really are blessed, and we're going to do everything we can to to help you to know uh, know about that and understand that. And because of that, we also want you to be at rest. After the shaking comes the settling. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.